Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me. Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, you feel good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said, throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. It's another episode of The Brett Allen Show, and today we have a very special guest. Thanks for watching and listening. I'm excited. I've been looking forward to this conversation. Uh, we are chatting with veteran actor Jeffrey Owens. I mean, his resume goes on for miles. Uh, all the amazing projects he's been a part of. Of course, uh, Elvin Thibodeau from The Cosby Show, most people would know you from, but I've seen you on so many different things. I recently saw you on an episode, I believe, of The Rookie. Uh, and uh, <laughs> that, that was that I. was you. And uh, <laughs> I think maybe an episode of New Amsterdam. I don't know. I've seen you come up in here and there. Yes. And uh, I thought to myself, why have I never seen or how to invite him onto the show? So thanks for your time. It's a pleasure to chat with you. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I've been a fan for a long time and I know, you know, you were a part of a lot of people's childhoods growing up, but you've been an actor for a long time. I, I like to ask this question from the start because I think people find it fascinating uh, because we want to get to know you just on an individual basis. What interested you in becoming an actor or a storyteller? Like, where was that moment for you? It goes back to when I was a little kid and I would do imitations of animals, dinosaurs and animals in my house for my family. And they just really enjoyed it. I remember my mother used to always say, oh, Je when you had a party, she would say, Jeffrey, do the do the little turtle thing. Uh, so probably my first performances um, were the little turtle thing for parties at my house. And, um, you know, when I got to school, I was in school plays and I really loved being on stage and people thought I was funny and and they liked what I did. I got the bug really early when I was in grade school, like second, third grade. And then I just took it more and more seriously. I went to, uh, in junior high school, I had a wonderful, wonderful acting teacher named Bill Fleischman, who really made me fall in love with theater as a craft and, and made me take it seriously. And then I went to high school, the high school of performing arts for a year uh, and had a terrific teacher named Ruthel Kohler. And then another high school, John Dewey in Brooklyn for two years where I was part of a repertory company and did plays. So I started being in full plays, even directing plays as early as junior high school, high school. 
Um, then I went to Yale undergraduate where I was an English major with a theater studies minor. So all this time, my, my interest and seriousness about theater, you know, are growing. Got out of school, uh, procrastinated for a year and a half, uh, scared to start my career. And then in early, uh, early 85, started my career, got cast in a play. And I guess never looked back that later that year uh, in the in the fall of 85, I, I started the Cosby show. Wow. So that was really like your I mean, obviously, you'd been working for quite a while prior to that. But that was really like what would be considered it wasn't working. It was only nine months before that. Wow. Happened. I was only I started January 85 and in September 85. I was on the Cosby show for the first time. Now, my understanding is a lot of people were discovered when his wife at the time had gone out and was watching people perform here and perform there. How did they find you? Did you traditionally audition or how did the traditional audition, okay. traditional audition? Yeah. Wow. And then yeah. bam, it just, everything takes off from there. I was hired for one episode. I don't know if you remember, I was right. hired for one episode and then three months later or something like that, that I was brought back. And then three months later again, so the first season I was on three times, the second season I was on three times. And then they put me on contract and I was on more like six or seven times for the last uh, few seasons. But it happened very, you know, it happened very gradually. Interesting, because I I feel like I'm 47. I think we might, you know, I, I'm thinking about this. I, it just seems like you were on every single episode, you know. Because oh, no, not at all. I know. I yeah, but on, it feels probably, that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably about 20, 20 percent of the episodes at the most. Wow. I know you're like, yeah. no, no, no. I was, I trust me. I can tell you, <laughs> I, I'm just saying because your character, it's one of those situations where it's so memorable, where you just kind of feel like, you know, you were just a part of the whole thing. And I think that's one I of the, mis- absolutely. Um, one of the things that I find interesting about your industry, and I talk to a lot of actors about this is like, there's this conception of, you know, or perception where you're on something and it's just like instant success and the money's rolling in and everything crazy is happening. But really 95%, maybe even more actors doesn't work that way. It works 10, 12 weeks at a time. I was interviewing uh, Michael Fishman from the Connors and Roseanne. He said something very similar, you know, it's like his character, although we see him a lot, it's not what people imagine when you're in this industry. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah. Well, it's also like people who see like you, for instance, you said you saw me on The Rookie, saw me in New Amsterdam, you know, they see you um, here and there on television, they get the impression that you're working a lot, you know, like, oh, I see you all the time, you're working a lot. It's like, yeah, if a lot is once every three or four months, (laughs) you know, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's like it, it accumulates on your television, especially when you see reruns and you can tape things and stuff. But the fact is that, you know, I go through months and months at a time sometimes with no work, you know, and that's the reality for most actors. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I like my listeners and viewers to get in these conversations is because it's like, you know, somebody might be on here maybe promoting a project or something, but really it's like, you know, that episode of this or that, that could have been filmed like a year ago, you know, before the pandemic or during the pandemic and then now we're seeing it and then all these things, you know, are popping up. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's so true. That's so true. Yeah. And then it's like, well, how do you have time to do anything? It's like, well, 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 hold on. You know, this, I got lots of time. I've got lots of time. (laughs) That's great. I know the last two years has been crazy for a lot of people. 
Um, we've been stuck inside. Do you watch television? Do you watch entertainment, arts, films, or are you maybe? Because I've talked to people that are the opposite, and they. I'm not. I'm not a TV watcher. I'm not. I hardly watch any television. When I watch, when I turn on my television, I watch either sports, especially tennis, or um, movies. You know or stream certain shows that I like and admire that are uh, on the streaming networks or occasionally on network television, but mostly the streaming platforms that, you know, that I particularly like, you know, but television, traditional television, I haven't watched for really for decades. Um, I was never, since I was a teenager, been a TV watcher. So you know, people say funny, like, well, you're on that show. You don't watch it. I'm like, that's right. I don't necessarily. <laughs> that's watch okay. It. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's the way it works sometimes. So, but I try to watch like, like recently I've been doing recently, I've had some recurring things going on, which is really nice. Yeah. Uh, I've recurred on uh, power, yes. which became ghost. So the power ghost franchise, I'm a recurring character um, on the good fight. I've been recurring um, as a lawyer and also, uh, to a lesser extent, but to some extent, on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I've been on three times uh, over the years. And um, I've been on a couple of episodes of the new Michael Che's new show, That Damn Michael Che. So in a way, four different shows in which I've appeared multiple uh, times. Um, so those are the things that a lot of people equate me with now, especially ghost power, yeah. power ghost. Yeah. That's a great show. We've had several cast members on from that. I, I'm that's one show that just absolutely like fascinates me. I, I don't did, you know, uh, it's just so Sakura. I mean, all of those people are just unbelievable and how somebody can not just star in the show, but produce and sometimes write. It's very fascinating, but you're not the first person I've spoken to. Uh, actor or entertainer or storyteller, however you want to label it, that doesn't watch a lot of TV. I was talking to somebody yesterday who's been in a million films, and like you would know this person. He's on a show right now, Bob Hart's Abishola, but he's like, I don't watch television. I'm busy right. with my 15-year-old teenager and getting him interested exactly. in life and things. Now, I know you have a family. Yeah. Did they ever watch anything that you do or find any interest in? what you've done they do they do occasionally you know i mean <laughs> if i happen to know when it's on the other thing is like knowing when something's on and like being available to watch yeah. it you know so occasionally we'll sit down and watch me and something but it doesn't always happen no did uh, they ever have any interest or show any interest in the industry my son okay. my son i have a 23 year old son who in the last year and a half has become interested in acting and he's uh, actually He's, he's talented and, and more important than the fact that he's talented is that he's very disciplined and hardworking and serious about wow. it. And he's working very hard at it. And he's already gotten three professional jobs wow. in the business. Um, so I'm very, I'm very proud of him. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think as parents, we just want the best for our kids, you know, and want to, I have a seven year old, I got a late start in life, but you know, he's kind of showing interest in certain things and we want to stoke the fire, yeah. you know, in our children. Um, of course. I, I, I just find that interesting because you you were I'm 47. I don't, I'm not sure of your age. I don't want to ask this, but I remember watching you on television, you know, in the Cosby show and these different projects 
and sort of looking at that and just finding that world so interesting and fascinating. I think that's why I talk to folks, amazing people like yourself, because I, I just want to get into that world. When when they watch those episodes, if they get a chance to, do they find, is it weird for them to see dad at such a young age and kind of working with such iconic people? And, and Are you saying, is it weird for me to look at myself? Is it weird for you or, or is it weird for them to watch yourself, like let's say the Cosby show where you were on and it was such a very popular show, you know, and everybody was yeah. tuning in and made weekly appointments to watch it. There was no streaming. There was no DVRs. Yeah. VCRs. Well, with maybe. the Cosby show to look back, it is, it is strange because it's so long yeah. ago. I mean, the other week ago, just about a week ago was the 30th, the 30th anniversary of the airing of the final episode, wow. which aired on April 30th, 1992. It's been 30 years since the show has been done. Um, so, you know, that's another, that's half my life. There's a hint to how old <laughs> Yeah, I am, okay, I'll just read. do the math. Uh, okay, that's that's about half my life <laughs> yeah. ago. So it's like really another, you know, it's like, yeah, it's strange to look at those episodes. It is a bit strange, yeah. Yeah, and to really have such success at such a young age too, I imagine. Yeah, how- that was weird. That was not always easy to handle. It was, yeah, I know, I never expected that kind of uh you know, celebrity. Um, and it, I never expected, I, I was always focused on the theater. I was a theater actor. I still am really. I love theater more than anything. I never expected to be on television, let alone, I mean, especially a, a very popular uh, television show. So that was, you know, that was an interesting and sometimes challenging experience. Yeah, I can imagine, you know, I always, again, that part of your world. Well, I think what you do just as an actor period, whether it's stage or screen, little small it's just so different than what most people are like used to and what they might be familiar with you know that because i work an eight to five job i do this you know i'm in the wine industry i'm working i'm i'm making Mm, appointments yeah it's a lot of fun but then i do this you know this is obviously i'm very passionate about this and that's why i like talking to people because it's just so different and i feel like i've learned a lot is was there ever you know Throughout the trajectory of, of everything you've done, was there ever anybody that was a part of your life that gave you a piece of advice or something that really kind of stood out to you uh, that sort of sustained you through this career? You know what? I, nothing's coming to mind right now. I'm sure the answer is yes uh, on, on a number of occasions. I'm not thinking of anything right now. I know that one thing that Bill Cosby himself told me Right before I got officially cast as Elvin in the Cosby show, I remember a piece of advice he gave me that really helped. It was a, it had to do with Elvin, the character, but it really had to do with how to approach acting in general. And he said, he said to me almost inadvertently, he said, by the way, I don't want this guy, meaning Elvin, I don't want this guy to be a butthole. (laughs) And I understood what he meant because the character was written kind of like a butthole. I could see that. I could see that. Right. But he said he was what he was saying was don't play him like that. Don't be fair to him. Don't judge him. You know what I mean? And that's a very important thing for the acting. The craft of acting is when you play a character, you don't judge them. You don't comment on them. You give them their their due. Yeah. You make them fully human to the best of your ability. Not any kind of commentary or caricature or symbol. So that was a wonderful piece of artistic advice he gave me at the last minute. And I'm sure there have been, there have been many great. people in my life who've helped I me. I mean, I think you know. that 
can just translate into life in general. Don't be a butthole to people. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, you've clearly, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I've heard that before because when you're playing a character on paper, they could be absolutely appalling. But when it comes to actually playing them just in itself, you've got to bring the humanity. Yeah. You've got to bring humanity. You don't want to sort of, like you said, do a character of something you want them to be presented in a lovely way, you know, and let the audience right. decide, you know, because that person's mom might think they're a wonderful child, you know, but you're playing a murderer. I don't know, something like that. Right. Oh, that, that's the classic example. Well, or yeah. even recently, I I think it was The Rookie where you're playing, you're in a hospital and you've got a kid and you go do something crazy. You attack somebody. Yeah, I try to, I try to kill someone. Yeah. Because I'm trying to save my daughter. Yeah, I mean, what a parent would do for their child, I think. And that's the lens you have to look into all this. Well, I tell you, I I just, I appreciate your time. I I find just your entire career just fascinating. Everything that you've done, Uh, 100%. I mean, I've obviously, you know, I've been a fan for a long time and, and just watching all the things that you've shown up on. And I wish you nothing but continued success. You've been very busy. I know things have been weird, like I said, early on and people are back to work and and you're getting things done, which is hopeful. Um, Thank you. I'm coming up to a couple of episodes. I don't know how much you watch television. A lot. There's a show called All Rise. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of that show. I'm I'm on two episodes coming up soon. Nice. Two back-to-back episodes uh, of uh, recurring on, on that. So you can look for that. And uh, another show that uh, that I shot a pilot of is called Early Edition, uh, which hopefully will make it to the uh, the broadcast, the, the airing stage. Um, so those are a couple of things coming up, as well as a couple of films that are uh, in the in the can, as they say, being being formed as we speak. Yes, I can't wait. Well, I think, you know, the golden age of television of some degree is is here. People want to watch. They want to be entertained. And you certainly have done a great job in that. Jeffrey, thanks for hanging out today. I appreciate it. Thank you. I had a, it was great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care.